Okay. Just Does that work? Are we gone? Yeah, we're, we're live. We're good. We're, we're recording. <laughs> well, actually, we've been live. We're now we're recording. We've uh, I uh, I am just so prepared all the time. That this is what happens. He's not prepared. Like he's prepared for everybody else, but when it's like Mark, he's like, ah, fuck him. <laughs> he doesn't need shit. <laughs> no, it's not like that at all. It's more like that guy. He knows me. It's cool. Yeah. I don't need to act be, professional. I don't act, I don't need to act professional when it comes to Mark. Yeah. He knows. He knows me. I know. I know him too well. That's the problem. That's uh, not a problem. I think. No, it's not. You're right. So, so right now, where where are we? Mark? We're we're in one of our recording studios, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is the first time I'm inside. So. So, um, I don't know. Most people know this, but you are now living in Los Angeles, right? Yeah. I'm living in Los Angeles. I've been here for a month and two weeks, so a month and a half. How does that? How does that? Uh, time been for you so far what's the difference between Los Angeles and uh, McAllen there's a lot of differences a bunch but for sure like uh, traffic is a bitch that everybody knows that of course everybody would talk about it and then once I moved here now, then I realized okay they they weren't kidding like it's really bad like you can be traveling two miles right and it takes you like 20 minutes to get from point A to point B so it's been it's been hectic. So the the traffic is one. Um, it's a lot more fast paced, right? Yeah. I feel like the day goes by so much faster than it would back home. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but there's like a lot of things going on. There's so much energy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So why why did you move over here to Los Angeles? Well, I moved because I finally decided to pursue a professional acting career. For the past three years, I was in PR. As you know, yeah. I was working for Lax Furniture, which was like, it, well, I mean, it's the biggest family-owned furniture yeah, yeah. company in the valley. Yeah, we so grew up with it. Yeah, you grew up with it. Your family, you actually, your family actually shopped there, right? They bought some stuff there. I mean, they've been in there, but I don't. You don't know if they've. Bought I don't anything. know if they've bought anything. I'm sure they have. They've been around for like 80 something years. Yeah. So I was working for them for three years, and then I finally decided, you know what? I'm gonna make. The leap, I'm gonna move. It's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time, and mm -hmm. I said, now's the time. Why wait? So, um, what what are some uh, determining factors that made you move to Los Angeles, uh, Los Angeles specifically? Like, why not uh, New York or uh, Dallas or you know another place? That's a great question. The reason why I actually decided to move to Los Angeles was before I left the Valley. Valente Rodriguez from the uh, George, George Lopez, Lopez show yeah, yeah, yeah. had a workshop in the Valley for the South Texas International Film Festival, and he was talking about the industry and he was telling us, you know, actors and aspiring actors, directors, and writers, if you want to, if you want to make it big anywhere, it's Los Angeles. Yeah, Dallas is big, Houston is big, Austin is big, but mm -hmm. LA is where all the major, you know, studios mm -hmm. are at. That's where the money is at, and that's where. That's where you'll make it big, if anywhere, there. Mm -hmm. um, so that was kind of like the tipping point for me saying, you know what, I'm going to just move. I'm going to do it because mm -hmm. he's been doing it for, I don't know, over 20, 30 years. Yeah, yeah. So he knows the business and I was taking everything he was saying uh, really personal and, and deep because, you know, he, he's had a success here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why. So you would say that his talk... Uh, your talk with Valente Rodriguez, mm -hmm. aka uh, Ernie from Ernie. the George Lopez show, was kind of like your, the deciding factor for you to be like, okay, he 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 inspired me to move. Yeah, one of the deciding factors um, for sure. Probably the the last one and the tipping point for me. But um, 
you know, like you also were a person, I haven't told you this, but you were actually one of the people that inspired me to also go and do it because I said, look, Carlos has made the leap. Why not me? You if know? he can do it, why not me? If he can do if it. If this guy. <laughs> no, not like that, you know. Because people always ask you, who's your inspiration? And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and for sure, my parents have been an inspiration, but people like you and people like Darren that we've met here right, thank at you. Upstart that have taken that leap, that have left everything behind back home, their lifestyle, their family, their friends, their way of living. To our come beds. In, <laughs> our beds. To come and pursue something that's so, you know, far-fetched that literally everybody here yeah, yeah. is a writer, director, producer, act, like everybody. There's yeah, like yeah. not one corner in L.A. that you don't see somebody talking about a script or talking about directing a project. Right, right, right. So there's so much going on, and but definitely you... Uh, Valente have been people that have inspired me to actually just well, thank you make the leap. So thank you very much. I haven't told him that in person, but it's true. Wow, yeah. you never tell me any compliments. I so do that, tell you compliments. That's a that, that's a that's a fact. That's a now fact. that he told me here in person, you guys. It's real. Um, yeah. So why why acting? What why did you decide to pursue acting? Like when did this begin? Mm. I I actually started my first acting gig or my first you know, time on stage was in a choir. It was a dinner show that our mm -hmm. choir was presenting in Mackay. It was called Dinner Show, and it was basically a musical with a bunch of uh, musicals, uh, okay. choreography. Yeah, get in the yeah. shot. Here, I'll over this a little bit so you can get <clears throat> Look and see who you're talking to. Yes, so basically it was that at, at my senior year in high school where I got to experience what it was like to be in front of an audience and to dance, because I couldn't sing worth a shit. I was really bad. So they gave me a dance solo mm -hmm. and not a singing solo mm -hmm. for a good reason. <laughs> But it was then that I was like, I, I like this feeling. I like being able to, you know, entertain people. So that was kind of what started it for me. Mm -hmm. But I've always been a fan of movies. And um, I've done some short films, uh, UTPA, mm -hmm. and some theater shows as well. I've seen them. We worked together on one. We have worked together. We've worked together on, on, on a few projects, actually. Yeah, yeah. Right? But like uh, like the big theater oh. production, it was... Uh, Diner of the Dead, right? No, no, no. no. Uh, the werewolf one. Oh, yes, 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 yes. It was. What was it called? It was... Um, I don't remember the name. Uh, something Moon? Hunter's Moon. Hunter's Moon. That's what it was called. Hunter's Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, you actually had... You were one of the sidekicks, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like the comedic relief, if you remember. I do remember. And uh, you were, you were like Mike. Mikey was the name of your character, right? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. You Mikey. were, you were the guy who was, in, who was in love with the girl, and her family and her just happened to be werewolves. Yeah, they happened to be werewolves, and I didn't know that, and until the the show progressed. But yeah, that was uh, also a time where I still was getting my feet wet with theater, and it was a great experience for me. So right, right. Yeah, that was one of the few theater shows that I did. Um, and then apart from theater, I know you were doing some uh, short film, student films. I saw yes. some of them, mm -hmm. one of your early ones. When when did that? When did you make your first film, and do you remember what it was? The first film that I made was with uh, I don't remember his name, but. You know, I don't even remember the name of the actual film either. It was a short, like, three, four-minute student film mm -hmm. that was shot on no budget. And um, mm -hmm. I end up dying because I was, like, cheating with this guy's girlfriend, and, and he, like, runs me over mm -hmm. in the car. But that was the first time that I saw myself on the small screen. Yeah, yeah. For a student production. I, I remember, I don't know if that was your first one, but one of the first 
like short films that I saw you in was where you're wearing like some sort of like lab coat, like a doctor or something. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. So that was uh, one of Armando Gonzalez's uh, projects that he wrote yeah, and directed. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I play like this the science science uh, assistant. And my sister's like this evil scientist trying yeah, yeah. to test on human beings. And right, then right. I'm like this, I stutter and I'm the one like basically trying to tell her, no, don't do anything. Just yeah, yeah. let them be, let them go. But yeah, mm. that was, I mean, that that was back in 2012, mm. 2011. So it was really, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, since I've done those. So what what do you, what does your family say when you tell them, hey, I want to move to, to LA to go do some acting over there? At first, my, my parents were against it. They said that, you know what, you should just stay where you're at. You have a career. You already went yeah. to school. You have, you, you're set. You don't yeah. need to go and struggle. Like, all the artists that struggle here, yeah, yeah. if you're an artist here in L.A., you know the struggle is real. And, um, the struggle is real. The struggle is real. So, at first they weren't. But then they, they saw that I was really passionate about what I was doing. I was investing time and, and you know, just hours of time of mine going to school and working on these projects that they said you know what if this is what you want to do then 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 go and do it because i was mm -hmm. doing plays after work hours so i would go in mm -hmm. to lax from like 8 to 6 p.m and then i would have rehearsals afterwards and it was like that for for months yeah yeah um so it was a challenge but it's something that i love to do yeah we also worked on the, i remember that play where i was like a spanish dude with a spanish accent mm -hmm. and you were like the guy that's selling cars which one was that one? Was that that was a play, right? Yeah, yeah, at the Far Community Theater. Uh, who killed Don Jose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. Who killed Don Jose? Yeah, it was hilarious. It was it, Pedro. No, no, no. I wasn't part of it. I, I got no, confused. but you. I mean, you were because you filmed it and yeah, you yeah. did a promos for it. So right, you were but part of it. I was confusing it with another one I did, uh, where I played a Spanish dude. Uh, but you weren't part of that one. I okay. was just confusing it because it took place in the same time. Same place. Same, same, same place. Theater. Same theater, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have some acting chops, my friend. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> A lot of people don't think so. A lot of people don't think so, but I, I, but, I uh, see you. Yeah, I see yeah. you. You know, um, so you have kind of like your feet wet in theater, film. Mm -hmm. So now that you're in L.A., are you, are you trying to get in both, or, or what's your goal? My goal is to end up you know, doing film work or commercial work, that's what I want. Theater is great, I love theater, but I, I, I think I'm just more passionate for film and being in front of the camera, something mm -hmm. that I'm comfortable with, I what, think. What, what would you say would be like the dream role that, that you would want to get? The dream role? Yeah, yeah. I think a role in which I'm paid to act <laughs> would be a dream okay, role. Let's say, let's say that you're a big shot uh -huh. movie star yes. and you could make any movie mm. with unlimited budget. What movie would you write? Would you want to like be cast in? Mm. That's a great question. What movie would I like to be a part of? Yeah, yeah. I have unlimited budget. Yeah, there's no problems. Like you could do whatever the heck you want. Mm. You know what? I've always been fascinated with movies that have to deal with the way we think, the way we we react to things. So mm -hmm. Limitless is one that I saw that I was like, man, it would be amazing to be able to access all of your brain mm -hmm. and, and and be, you know, have unlimited potential and unlimited talent to do anything you wanted. So I've always like gravitated towards those movies because mm -hmm. it feels like like it, it's achievable, but at the same time it's not cuz you'll never be able to access all of your brain, right? Right, right. But I think just uh, 
something like that. Something something dramatic, something mysterious. Yeah, yeah. Um, or even like a business movie, anything that has to do with money, like yeah, yeah. like a Wall Street type of, of course uh, film. So I've seen you read a couple times books about self improvement and personal mm. growth. Is that a big part of you know your life and becoming? Uh, you know, reaching those goals of becoming an actor, is that, uh, how does reading play a role in your life? It plays a tremendous role. I think that people should read more and, and you should read every single day because there's always something to learn. There's there's always something that you don't know and the only way you really learn is by, by reading. So yeah, self-improvement books have been huge in my life. I read them all the time. Tony Robbins is a great inspiration of mine. Gary Vaynerchuk, I know you're well aware of him because you listen to his podcast. Yeah, um, I'm doing this because of him. Yeah, because of him. Ty Lopez is also one that he, as much as people say he annoys me because I always yeah, see yeah. his YouTube ads, yeah. he's he's a guy that's big on reading. So yeah, I think reading really is, it's, it's the key to knowledge, you know? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. You're reading books on people that have already lived many years ago who already experienced what you're living with right now. So why not learn something from somebody right. as opposed to having it to live yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Of course. What What are some things that you you got out from the valley where you where we used to live uh, mm -hmm. that you kind of brought over here to, to Los Angeles? Like, uh, it could be anything from like something maybe a teacher or a director told you or maybe a friend. Like, do you have any type of... Uh, uh, mementos or, or, or things in your head that you, you kind of like live by? You know what? The first time that I took acting one, Brian Warren is mm -hmm. a great professor that yeah, yeah. most of us know who yeah, have attended UTPA. Sure. He came out of my Doritos commercial. That he I came did. out of your Doritos commercial as, so as the priest, the right? Priest. Or, yeah, the yeah, priest. Yeah. I, I thought he was going to be like, no, I don't want to be part of your dumb student commercial hell no but he was pretty cool about it so yeah you know, I, I have a lot of respect for him like to actually like be a part of something like that yes yeah, so brian warren made you know he he had a huge impact in the way that i saw acting because or one of our very first exercises in acting one mm -hmm. was the moment before so it's it's the moment before anything happens you walk out and you you're just thinking okay this is what's going to happen right before I go out and, and I do what I'm going to do. And he, the exercise that I did was I was looking for some keys and I had to, I, I, I was just, my objective was to find my keys. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking like how the moment before that, like how would I approach it and how would I make it realistic? So there's many things that I've learned from him, but that's the one that I remember till this day the most. It was like, it's the moment before. Right, right. And the objective of what you're trying to, to yeah, do yeah. to bring the, the scene to life. That kind of reminds me of something that, uh, the actor, um, the guy from uh, Marlon Brando, uh -huh. uh, they were interviewing him, or, or I don't know how I heard it, but when he was in acting school, they told him to pretend like he, he was like chickens and that the world was going to end. How would, you know, to have that in your head and to go ahead and, and act. And then everybody else was like, you know, going wild and, you know, crazy being chickens. And he was just like walking normally. And they asked him, why, why, did you, why did you decide to do that? And he was like, I'm a chicken. What would I know about it? <laughs> it's so true. It's yeah. so true. Yeah. It's so true. I remember, I remember reading that. Yeah. So yeah. It's, uh, I feel like that goes hand in hand with that because you, ha you have to think mm. about the scenario and what is like building a structure. For you, sure. You have to have a good base before you even start to 
to all that. Anything in life, actually, that you can apply that to anything in life. It's the moment right before anything happens. Yeah. So do you miss anything from uh, from uh, the valley? I do. I miss it. I miss finding parking extremely quickly. I I miss that. Um, I I miss my family for sure. I miss my friends. Um, the f I think you know what I miss the most. I'll yeah. tell you what I miss the most. Yeah. How close everything was to me. Yeah. Within driving distance. Right. I took that for granted so much. So now that I'm here, I really. Double think about going to the grocery store because I was like, oh, I don't want to go because then I'm gonna have to find parking later. And yeah. so that's what I miss the distance between yeah. things. But I also, I also feel like it it promotes walking. Yeah, no, for sure. Everybody walks here. Like, yeah, I, I <laughs> before I back in the valley, I would it would take me a while to reach 10,000 steps mm -hmm. on my Fitbit. Now I reach it like in half the day, and I'm like, oh man, like like that, that, yeah. Yeah, over here, it feels kind of like, uh, I don't know if you've ever lived in Mexico, but I, I used to live in Mexico for a couple of years, mm -hmm. and I would go back a lot. And, it, like, everybody was in the streets all the time, so it kind of feels similar. Yeah. It kind of has that little homey vibe, uh, nostalgic for me. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so what are your plans as far as acting in, in the short-term uh, area of uh, right now? Mm-hmm. What do I, what I, what's my goal for right now? My short-term goal? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure to network with more artists and more actors because I feel that um, people that have been here a little bit longer than I have know more about the way the industry works and they have more connections. So right now it's trying to learn from them so that I can save some time mm -hmm. as opposed to trying to learn it myself. Right, right. You know, so I want to learn from others because like I said, I've only been here for a month and a half and I finally feel like I've adapted to the way everything is. Mm -hmm. The walking, the driving, the food, the, the scheduling. Mm -hmm. I finally, like today, honestly, was the day that I felt, okay, I finally feel at peace. I'm, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I saw the sun rise. I was able to, oh, yeah. to do some reading and to do some meditation, which yeah. works tremendously. And today was the day that I, I finally yeah. found my rhythm of things. Right. You even invited me to the gym, and I was like, nope. <laughs> I did, but I, then again, I always invite you to the gym, and you always tell me that. <laughs> Nothing. So, so that's just another excuse. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go. Yeah. I prefer to hike. Yeah. I mean, I love hiking, too. That's something that we've done before. We, yeah, we've yeah. done that a couple times since we've been here. Hiking. I love the hiking here. The, yeah, the, the yeah. trails are beautiful, and yeah, it's something yeah. that you... You don't have back home in no. the valley, nothing like that. There's no mountain. There's not even little there's little hills. Even, no, there's nothing. There's it's just, just like flat, <laughs> flat like. Yeah. And I'm not talking trash about the valley. I'm just saying that it's just flat. You uh, know? The, if you want to go to mountain in the valley, you have to go to the beach because the sand dunes are the closest thing to a mountain. I, yeah, and even then, it's like, no, like just. Yeah, a little small. bit. Yeah. So you already talked a little bit about what you don't like about LA. What are some things that you like about LA? Hmm. I, the people are definitely different from back home. I've noticed that for how, sure. How? Tell me. Tell they're, me. they're, they're friendly people. Like they're, they're, everybody's happy all the time. Here? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Like yeah. some people are mad over there. <laughs> well, no, but I just feel like here they're just more open. You know, yeah, yeah. It, it, I think it's the way people think. They're just yeah, a little yeah. bit more open-minded mm. to everything. It's and the city of dreams. It's the city of dreams. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. the city of a lot of things, but let's say <laughs> the city of dreams for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. The people are really friendly. I like that. Um, uh, like I said, the hiking is beautiful. I, what I love the most, and I'll tell you this, is every day that I wake up, I get to see the Hollywood sign. Yeah. I like, and I have to pinch myself every single day. I'm like, shit, is this real? Like, I'm looking at something 
that I've been dreaming of for such a long time. Yeah, yeah. And now it's part of my day-to-day life, my day-to-day routine. Right. Every day that I go out and drive, I see it. When I'm coming back from work, I see it, and it's just, yeah. it's motivating to see that, you know? Yeah, especially because yeah. on my way to work, I, I take that, I take the road that leads directly to the Hollywood sign. Yeah, same. And it's like, whoa, you know, so I, I kind of get the same feeling. Every, every time, like all the time, there's not one where I'm just like, oh, look, there's a Hollywood sign. It's like, dude, do you know where we're at? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many people can say that they can see that every day? Yeah, not a lot. I mean, unless you live in Los Angeles, right? <laughs> But that's it. Yeah. So um, tell me more about, um, you know, you, you've you mentioned that you got inspired by some people yes. uh, like Valente mm -hmm. and some friends. Um, what, what do you recommend to uh, artists that might be in kind of like the similar situation you were back mm -hmm. a couple months ago where you, they're not sure whether to go or reach that that next step of moving to a city like what was your mindset mm -hmm. na uh, back then and what is the the mindset now and what would you if you were to have a conversation with yourself yes. what would you say that's a great question i was thinking about that right before we were setting up for this and I was fortunate enough that i was able to have a good job to save up some money on the side to, yeah. to make the move you know because it's expensive it's like people say that it's expensive but no it's it's really expensive like they don't know how expensive it is to you live in your, LA. you got your first parking ticket the other day i got my first parking ticket the other day <laughs> by one hour i missed it 76 dollars down the drain Damn. la you're welcome i've gotten five you've gotten five that's crazy five <laughs> that, that's i would have been like i'm out and i'm moving back and it was 93 dollars for each one well like the first ones were like 70 and then the other ones were like okay this guy okay that's enough 90 and you deserve it you should have moved your car you know i try yeah so i you know i was really fortunate that i was able to save a lot of money and 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 still managed to splurge a little bit back home but what i would tell artists that want to make this leap or that want to make this jump and that want to move out is um first save up as much money as you can and you can still learn what it takes to be an artist and live in LA by not being here. So I would do a lot of research, read a lot about how the industry works because it's, you know, it's never bad to, to, to learn mm -hmm. from other people that are living here through their blogs. There's a lot of people that write here so you can like read their blogs, um, but they should always be learning something about their craft. Whatever it is that they wanna do, whether it's directing, whether it's writing, whether it's producing, Learn as much as you can before mm -hmm. you get here. That way you're that much closer to where you want to get. Mm -hmm. But definitely save some money and um, and then make the leap whenever you feel that it's right. Mm -hmm. Not when, and people tend to compare themselves. Like I know for a long time I was like, man, I wish I could just move. I, I want to move because a lot of people were doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's like, I feel like I have to do it. But we're all, you know, in our on our individual journey and we can't compare ourselves to other people. So whenever you feel that it's right for you to make the move, mm -hmm. then make the move. And make sure that right before you get here that you have something lined up. So it's it can be a part-time job or it can be a full-time job, but that you have something set so when you get here, you don't have to pull from your savings, right? right? That's something that I've had to do, and I pulled a little bit from my savings, but I still managed to find a job rather yeah. quickly, yeah. pretty fast. Here's something people don't know. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that if you wanna move to LA, you should be aware of. It takes a long time for people to respond back to your application process, like a month 
for sure. Like Man. anywhere. So you send it in, even if it's like Dave and Buster's. Yeah, yeah. You know, because that's one of the, the applications that I sent out and I called the next day, hey, my name's Mark. I'm just calling to, you know, yeah, get yeah, an yeah. update on my right, application. Right. They said, oh, well, you know what? Our manager will review it and he'll get it back to you in about three weeks. And I was like, three weeks? That's insane. <laughs> but then again, every application that I submitted yeah, yeah. a month ago are finally like responding right and saying, oh, you know what? Our positions are already filled, but thank what you. Do you. What do you tell them now? Oh, too late now. Yeah, so people don't know that in LA, it takes forever for you to get a response yeah, yeah. for a job. So right. if you're planning to move next month, start applying right now. Yeah, because <laughs> that's like, funny. Right now. I didn't do that. I came, I came in July uh -huh. and I didn't have any job. I was just like living off my savings. And then I didn't get a job till like October. And it sucks, right? Well, I was kind of like enjoying it. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I was like... <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm burning through cash. I'm like, uh, I guess I'll go out, you know, have drinks and spend all this money even though I don't have a job. Okay, I'll find a job. You know what I just thought about right now that you said on splurging on drinks? When I got to LA, the, I think it was the first week, we went out, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you were with us, but we went out to a club, and with I was Carl? like... Huh? With Carl? With Carl. Yeah, Carl was... Y'all need to look up Carl. We'll, we'll post his little, his, his, uh, his Instagram there. Carl's a DJ. So we went out to this club, and I was like feeling bougie, you know? I was like, yeah, I feel... <laughs> I, I'm, I moved to LA, I got some money, I, f I was dressed up, right. and I go to the bar, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll take two shots of tequila, please. <laughs> The next thing I heard just like surprised me and I was like in awe, 20 bucks. So it was $10 a shot of tequila. And I was just like, wait, what? $10? Like you could get three or four back home for $10. Yeah. That's when I realized that it's probably better to pregame before you go out. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But because $10 for a tequila shot is insane. And it's not even like full. It's like one of those cups that are like dipped in. It's like caved uh -huh. in. Right, right. It looks like it's a lot, but it's not. No, the it's ones just, that are like. Yeah, yeah, the ones that are like that. Yeah. $10, I was like, that's something I don't like about LA. LA, you need to put that shit down, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. $10? Yeah, it's expensive here. Some just of, to drink, so, yeah. Some of the houses that you could rent here, you could literally rent out an apartment for like $2,000 and it's like a shitty apartment. Back home, you could like have a very nice home. Yeah, you can. With like $2,000 rent. Yeah, okay, so that's something that people probably don't know. If you're an artist and you're looking to, you know, book or, or find an apartment here, you're looking at 2,500 plus to have a decent, decent apartment, one bedroom, maybe yeah. two, but that's where they're starting at $2,500. Yeah. I mean, that's that's if, if you wanna live like right in the center of Hollywood. Right, so this if, is Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. yeah, if you want to kind of like be a little bit outside, it's probably a little cheaper. But a little bit, but still, you're you're going to be paying still. the price of what you would pay for a home back yeah. in the valley. Yeah. Like, hands down, a two-story home. Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane, so the artists that are listening to this, that's what they charge, so be ready yeah, to yeah. cash out. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very, very tricky here. And uh, so... We've already talked about what you want to do, uh, what you would tell yourself. Did you did you talk about uh, what you would tell yourself? Oh, okay. So I would tell myself, um, I would tell myself. Let's get it. Let's yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Just do it. Uh, and I thought about it a lot, maybe too much, and I was too comfortable. And I was like, no, you know what? Maybe I'll just wait. But if you have the capital, you have the desire. And make the leap. Mm -hmm. Don't think about it too much because then you you might not do it. Yeah, yeah. You know. So I would say just do it, do it. And and I, I felt too com too comfortable right before I came here. So I was spending some money that I shouldn't have spent. So I would go back and say, you know what, you should you should probably save that penny mm -hmm. or two because you're gonna yeah. need it. 
Yeah, so, probably. But, uh, but I wouldn't have done anything differently because if not, I probably wouldn't be here under this circumstance. So yeah, yeah. everything works out the way it should. And we're actually, you know, even though it's expensive in LA, we just happen to be lucky enough to live in a kind of like cool place where there's lots of people that are artists. For sure. And that definitely helps us. Which is inspiring. As, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. You, you see a bunch of people, you know, doing music and doing photography and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, Writing yeah. and... Editing, yeah. Editing. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think be. we're blessed. We really are blessed because there's people that sometimes move out here and don't know anybody, don't mm -hmm. have anything. So, yeah, yeah we, know, we know quite a bit of people. That's uh, interesting because, you know, when you go to a new city, you want to, you know, make connections, make friends, go out with people and, you know, kind of like feel at home. Mm -hmm. And here you kind of like get that opportunity to, to have that kind of stuff. For sure. Um, so... What 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 is 2019 look like for Mark Arteaga? Mm. It looks very bright. I I feel very confident that I have what it takes to to become a working actor because you know it, up to this point I've done a, a, some commercials back home. I've done some short films and and some theater plays, but now it's when I'm actually gonna walk the walk. You know, I'm not mm -hmm. just talking. I'm not just saying, oh, I've done a show here. Now it's like. I'm gonna go and I'm auditioning in front of, you know, directors mm -hmm. and producers. So I feel that I have what it takes. Mm -hmm. Now it's just a matter of doing it. Now that I'm here, it's yeah. like, okay, go. And what does it take? It takes confidence. It takes preparation. So success is when preparation meets mm -hmm. hard work, right? Yeah, yeah. And I feel that every day, I'm not taking it for granted. I'm taking it and and using it to the fullest. Uh, advantage of mine uh -huh. you know so yeah. I, I'm, I'm learning something new every day I, I've gotten into script writing so anything that can help you grow as an artist as an actor as a writer that's what I'm doing mm -hmm. so I'm not only working on myself in that regards but but uh, like going to central casting I'm gonna do mm -hmm. that this coming up week oh good luck um, so oh wait but you have an appointment yeah but so I'll have, I have an appointment you're yeah cool, you're cool. I'm alright so yeah, no. yeah it's just a matter of now actually you know Auditioning right now yeah, it's yeah. pilot season and I didn't even know what that was. So I don't like, know what that was, but people kept throwing it around. Yeah, like, it's like pilot season. What's pilot, like, season? What? What's pilot what? season? So like, like pilots, airplanes. What? Right, like what? So yeah, now it's now it's just doing it. Now now that I'm here, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna do it. Right, right. Um, so if you had to narrow down um, your 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 life goal into mm -hmm. one sentence, what what would that be? If I could narrow my life goal in one sentence, what would it be? Or a phrase. A phrase. Or words. If you could, uh, do you know, uh, you could take your time. Yeah, that's a tough question. That's a deep <laughs> question. Oh, man. What would I, what would I, so one sentence? So, yeah. So, I, f I feel that, um, I read this, believe it or not, okay. from actually uh, Ty Lopez. Uh-huh. Because, you know, I, as you know, I am. You're a fan of his, yes. I am a fan of his, and. I wouldn't say a fan, but, you know, I, I agree to a certain degree to, with some of his beliefs. Mm -hmm. uh, so he was talking about how it's just more clear and easier if somebody knows what they want to do in in a sentence or less. Mm -hmm. and, and his thing was, if you know how to say that in six words, that's his sentence um, uh, or less. Well, a sentence could be as long as you, mm -hmm. you know, but his right. thing is like, if it's six words or less, then you're on the 
you know what your goal is and, and you have that right path to to get there mm -hmm. so um that's why i like asking people do you know what your goal is like i myself i'm still trying to like formulate i'm trying to like you know chisel my mm -hmm. way into forming that sentence that's why i'm exploring podcasting for sure and script writing and editing and photography to try to like you know f you know figure out what it is pinpoint mm -hmm. what that what that sentence is for me mm -hmm. so that's why I like to ask that question have you gotten close to figuring out what it is um, not really but I'm enjoying the process of sorting out the you know photography and, and yes. podcast because I've always wanted to create like it's always been there like create something right yeah 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 uh, it's always been in, in, in me but uh, it's been difficult to narrow down to like you know how some people say what's your niche mm. you know and then sometimes I tell people, well, I'm a director, I do this, I do that. And then they always come back around to like, no, but what's your like, what's, if you had to pick one thing, what is that? And I've always had a difficult time picking out of all the things that I like to do. It's kind of like, you know, it's like picking your favorite son or, or, or child from the group. It, I feel like that's kind of like what it is for me. Yes. Because I just like creating, like, you know. The, regardless acting mm -hmm. writing podcasting editing etc cetera, etc cetera. so I'm still formulating that sentence myself right um, but do you know that sentence I don't know if I would put it in a sentence but I know that if I had to pick one thing that I would love to do for the rest of my life it would be to entertain people through storytelling and I know that sounds like such a cliche thing to say because all artists say that, you know, all actors will say that they want to be storytellers and good storytellers, one that people will remember. Mm -hmm. But it's true, there's something in me about entertaining people that, that brings joy to me because you, you're able to see their reaction or, or at least after they watch a film. And, and I want to be a successful actor. Mm -hmm. I do. I want to, I feel like right now we're living in a time where. Hispanics are finally getting their opportunity to be on the big screen. You were talking to me about Roma the other day, yeah, yeah. and that's you know a, a great film that Alfonso yeah, Cuarón directed. Yeah, yeah. The actress, the main actress, was her. It was her first role ever, and now yes. she's nominated for an Oscar. Yes, it's crazy. And people, you ask some actors, and they say, "No, I, I don't want to be a movie star. I just want to be a working actor." Yeah, yeah. Me, I want to be a movie star. Yeah, I want to yeah. be somebody that they look at and say, you know what, I enjoy his work. Yeah, why, um, why, why do you want to do that? Because I feel that once I've reached that, then there's doors that open, unlimited opportunity to help people, to, to be able to create projects that I want to create, um, and I'd be limited. So I feel like when you've reached that status, that symbol, there's more opportunity. Right, right. So not so much for the fame, but I feel like people that have that, Mm -hmm. Have opportunities that others yeah, yeah. don't have. What, what What are some of your favorite movie stars? Some of my favorite. I, I one of your favorite movie stars. One of my favorite movie stars. Um, I know it's that uh, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Michael, I, I like Michael <laughs> B. Jordan because that guy's just you know he's he's he looks great on camera. His yeah, physique yeah. is outstanding. That's why I like him. But you know what? I really enjoyed Bradley Cooper's performance in A Star is Born. Mm -hmm. I never I never stopped talking about it because I yeah. feel like that man is full of talent. Yeah. He he wrote, he directed, he edited, he uh, sang and wrote music for the film. Damn. To me that that's that's an artist. That's an actor. That's talent right there. Yeah, yeah. So he's for sure one of my favorite actors 
right now, especially with the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can talk about that movie nonstop. I gotta watch it all the time. You have, I'll watch it with you. Again, I don't mind I watching. Need to it. watch it. Yeah. So he's just one that I really enjoy a lot. I've seen most of his films. Um, I liked Al Pacino, but because of Scarface, he was one of my favorite uh, performances. Was from Al Pacino. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In Scarface. That, you've talked about that movie too. All the time. All the time. <laughs> Um, that's one of my favorites yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, but there's a lot of talented actors. I feel like I, I there's not one like that I that I'm like oh that's that's my favorite. There's mm -hmm. there's several, but Bradley Cooper comes to mind. Since yeah, like yeah. He, he just came out. Right, right. For me, it's kind of like uh, The Rock because mm. he's such a big movie star that uh, he's such a humble dude that his you know star power is just huge. I was even talking to the guy that I did a podcast previous to this. His name's yeah. Voss. We're talking about The Rock, and it's funny we're talking about it now again. But yeah, he's such a great uh, guy, like so humble. Like he he's that type of guy that you look up to, you know, try to reach his, his his success. Um, so is, is there any uh, things that you Mark the actor. Mm -hmm. uh, Want to get off your chest? You know any 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 thoughts that you've had that you've always wanted to like say? Mm. Any thoughts that I take? Any thoughts that come to mind about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About about, about anything in life it doesn't have to be about acting. Uh, yeah. You know what? I I feel that at some point, even though I, I just moved here, mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like man, you're you you got in the game too late. You're old. You know, you're 27 <laughs> years old, and people that are your age are already here, yeah, well yeah. established. Right. So those are some of the negative things that come to mind when I when I feel that I've made the leap or made the jump too late. Yeah, yeah. But then there's so many older people out there that that do the same thing every single day, yeah. and like Meryl Streep, she or Streep, Meryl Streep, wanna, yeah, yeah. She started when she was like 30. Yeah. Or like yeah. the same age as you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes I feel that way, and it, it's discouraging. But then I think about it, I was like, well, that's, I mean, age is just a number, and we, yeah, we yeah. shouldn't compare ourselves to everybody else. So yeah. we're, like I said earlier, in our own journey. Um, but I, I, I try every single day to, to, to learn more and to be more and become more. So I think my hard work will pay off one day. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming, Mark, to this uh To the studio. To the studio that we have here. Um, Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Of course. Um, is there any um, like movies that you are looking forward to this upcoming uh, 2019? You know, that I want to watch? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so funny. Since I've been here, I have not watched a single movie. Me neither. You know why? Because <laughs> it's, it's a, like guilt. Like you're like, you, instead of watching a movie, you should be working on trying to do something for yourself. Yeah. But... I, It's funny, so, so that contrast that you're in the city of like movies, right? Yet you haven't seen any movies. I have not seen a single movie since <laughs> I moved to LA. Now that I think about I, it, I, I'm same. I haven't gone to the theater. I the only things I've seen is in Netflix. I haven't even I haven't even got on my Amazon Prime or anything like that. Uh -huh. But um, Roma, I have not watched it. But you were talking it. to me about it. It's good. That one for sure. I'll watch that. I want to you know that I want to watch. But awesome. I should watch more movies. So where can people uh, follow your journey? Uh, where can people find you? They can find me on Instagram at Mark underscore Ovet. They can find me at Facebook, the same, at Mark Ovet or Mark Artega. I have two, one for my acting and one for my personal. 
And uh, I don't know if people still use Snapchat. I know that some <laughs> people still do. Like, don't get me wrong. There's some people that are that still post every oh, single day. I, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day in the uh -huh. kitchen, and there was like this stranger, like this girl that's an upstart, but uh -huh. like I don't know her. And we we're just having a conversation, and I mentioned uh, Snapchat, and then she just like she hadn't said anything before, and she just like chimed in, and she was like. Who uses Snapchat anymore? <laughs> I mean, you know what? Like, it's true, but I think there's there's still some people that do use it. Yeah. If not, Snapchat... I, I, I feel like for close friends more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I haven't really posted as much as I used to on there. I, I do more Instagram stories than I do Snapchat. Yeah. So, so now that you're in L.A., are you more like that Instagram life? That Instagram life? Yeah, yeah. You know, because, like, some restaurants here in L.A., they literally decorate the place like all nice uh -huh. just for you know instagram for, pictures that's true for the influencers here yeah yeah everybody's an influencer by the way here in la <laughs> everybody like they have 20,000 followers and you're just like should i have 400 <laughs> can i still get like something? yeah yeah so have you like jumped into that whole instagram you know i'm trying to be more i'm trying to post more frequently and pro and post some nice pictures um but sometimes also like I feel like man there's like 30 people that have 30,000 followers and I'm like at 450 and I'm like they're not gonna know who the hell I am so well, eventually uh, eventually it'll reach there eventually but um, they can follow me at, at Instagram at Mark underscore Ovet Mark Ortega for Facebook or if you're still using Snapchat Marky that's M-A-R-K-Y <laughs> dash 23 I might post a thing or two every now and then Marky Marky with a Y that's cute that's I have cute. a shirt too that says like the oh, that I see. he also yeah. has a, a hat a hat I also have a hat Damn. but that was made like two years ago you need to make some business cards I should with my Instagram like, money right and you can put it like on the little uh, cars uh, that are parked here yeah yeah I can because I've received a couple <laughs> I've, got a, I've gotten a couple flyers from like other businesses at the clean house or whatever really yeah I'm wow. like no cool yeah yeah but yeah. uh but anyways thank you so much for for uh for coming to the to the podcast my pleasure thank you so much for finally having me on you have everybody in there like you and I was like yeah let's do it man I was like well yeah. you know now that I have the equipment for sure I was like hey why not yeah. So for those people listening, the podcast is called the Spark Trust Podcast, and it's basically sparking interest in every story, like I like to say. And uh, now I'm going to be sparking interest not only through videos, but through podcasts. All right. So thank you for coming. Oh, One more yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for people that actually tune in through my platforms who don't know where to find you, yeah. Carlos, let them know where they can oh, find you wow. because you're going to get some they're going to cross over I'm telling you Damn. hopefully this will be the podcast that has reached the most listeners from all the ones you've oh, done oh yeah yeah so he wants the goal of getting a lot of listeners for this well one. to people for, so that people are aware that, yeah, yeah, of that they listen to you too yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this never happened before nobody has asked me this question before that's wow. because yeah. social hacker coming through the social hacker <laughs> <laughs> oh my YouTube uh, yeah, yeah talk, talk about your YouTube before I Real say before, my yeah so I have a YouTube channel it's called the social hacker you can find it on there. There's been a few videos that I posted, but yeah, that's why he said the social hacker. <laughs> so what's what's this whole thing about social hacking? You want to press that yeah, yeah, press little it. button right there real quick? So basically, I created this uh, YouTube channel called The Social Hacker because I had this idea to hack society <laughs> at what they do, but not in like a hacker way, but more in just people. Make videos about people. Make, make videos about people. Hacking the human being. All right. All the right. mind. But uh, that's that's why I, that's a social hacker. But yeah, go ahead and let them know where, uh, okay, where they can okay. find you. Well, my personal Instagram is Carlos J Cuadros, um, and that's where I post mostly my pictures and whatnot. 
Um, and where I post my podcast and my videos is at SparkTrist, S-P-A-R-K-T-R-E-S-T. But you can find the, the link to my bio, in, in my bio in my personal one. Mm. But anyways, social hacker, Mark Ortega, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. And let's hope uh, all your goals are met for this 2019. Appreciate it. Much success to you, brother. Thank you. Thank you.